Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 20. I pray that the Lord answers you whenever you are in trouble. Let the name of Jacob's God protect you. Let God send help to you from the sanctuary and support you from Zion. Let God recall your many grain offerings. Let him savor your entirely burned offerings. Let God grant what is in your heart and fulfill all your plans. Then we will rejoice that you've been helped. We will fly our flags in the name of our God. Let the Lord fulfill all your requests. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed one. God answers his anointed one from his heavenly sanctuary, answering him with mighty acts of salvation, achieved by his strong hand. Some people trust in chariots, others in horses, but we praise the Lord's name. They will collapse and, fit and fall, but we will stand up strong and straight. Lord, save the king. Let him answer us when we cry out. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Kings 7, verse 51, through chapter 8, verse 21. When all Solomon's work on the Lord's temple was finished, he brought the silver, gold, and all the objects his father David had dedicated and put them in the treasuries of the Lord's temple. Then Solomon assembled Israel's elders, all the tribal leaders and the chief chiefs of Israel's clans at Jerusalem to bring up the chest containing the Lord's covenant from David's city Zion. Everyone in Israel assembled before King Solomon in the seventh month, the month of Athanim, during the festival. When all of Israel's elders had arrived, the priests picked up the chest. They brought the Lord's chest, the meeting tent, and all the holy equipment that was in the tent. The priests and the Levites brought them up, while King Solomon and the entire Israelite assembly that had joined him before the chest sacrificed countless sheep and oxen. The priests brought the chest containing the Lord's covenant to its designated spot beneath the wings of the winged creatures in the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place. The winged creatures spread their wings over the place where the chest rested, covering the chest in its carrying poles. The carrying poles were so long that their tips could be seen from the holy place in front of the inner sanctuary, though they, placed, though they weren't visible from outside. They are still there today. Nothing was in the chest except the two stone tablets Moses had placed there while at Horeb, where the Lord made a covenant with the Israelites after they left Egypt. When the Israelites, or when the priests left the holy place, the cloud filled the Lord's temple, and the priests were unable to carry out their duties due to the cloud because the Lord's glory filled the Lord's temple. Then Solomon said, The Lord said that he would live in a dark cloud, but I have indeed built you a lofty temple as a place where you can live forever. The king turned around, and while the entire assembly of Israel was standing there, he blessed them, saying, Bless Israel's God, the Lord, who spoke directly to my father David and now has kept his promise. From the day I brought my people out of Egypt, I haven't selected a city from any Israelite tribe as a site for the building of a temple for my name. But now I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. My father, David, wanted to build a temple for the name of the Lord, Israel's God. But the Lord said to my father, David, it is very good that you thought to build a temple for my name. Nevertheless, you yourself won't build that temple. Instead, your very own son will build the temple for my name. 
The Lord has kept his promise. I have succeeded my father David on Israel's throne, just as the Lord said, and I have built the temple for the name of the Lord Israel's God. There, I've placed the chest that contains the covenant that the Lord made with our ancestors when he brought them out of Egypt. Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 28, verses 17 through 31. Three days later, Paul called the Jewish leaders together. When they gathered, he said, Brothers, although I have done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors, I am a prisoner from Jerusalem. They handed me over to the Romans, who intended to release me after they examined me, because they couldn't find any reason for putting me to death. When the Jews objected, I was forced to appeal to Caesar. Don't think I appealed to Caesar because I had any reason to bring charges against my nation. This is why I asked to see you and speak with you. It's because of the hope of Israel that I am bound with this chain. They responded, We haven't received any letters about you from Judea, nor have any of our brothers come and reported or said anything bad about you. But we think it's important to hear what you think, for we know that people everywhere are speaking against this faction. On the day scheduled for this purpose, many people came to the place where he was staying. From morning until evening, he explained and testified concerning God's kingdom and tried to convince them about Jesus through appealing to the law from Moses and the prophets. Some were persuaded by what he said, but others refused to believe. They disagreed with each other and were starting to leave when Paul made one more statement. The Holy Spirit spoke correctly when he said to our ancestors through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, You will hear to be sure, but never understand. And you will certainly see, but never recognize what you are seeing. This people's senses have become calloused, and they've become hard of hearing, and they've shut their eyes so that they won't see with their eyes or hear with their ears or understand with their minds, and change their hearts and lives that I may heal them. Therefore be certain of this. God's salvation has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. Paul lived in his own rented quarters for two full years and welcomed everyone who came to see him. Unhindered and with complete confidence, he continued to preach the gospel of God's kingdom and to teach them about the Lord Jesus Christ. Today's gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 14, verses 43 through 52. Suddenly, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came with a mob carrying swords and clubs. They had been sent by the chief priests, legal experts, and elders. His betrayer had given them a sign, arrest the man I kiss and take him away under guard. As soon as he got there, Judas said to Jesus, Rabbi, and he kissed him. Then they came and grabbed Jesus and arrested him. One of the bystanders drew a sword and struck the high priest's slave and cut off his ear. Jesus responded, Have you come with swords and clubs to arrest me like an outlaw? Day after day I was with you, teaching in the temple, but you didn't arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. And all his disciples left him and ran away. One young man, a disciple, was wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They grabbed him, but he left the linen cloth behind and ran away naked.
you make it easy to love you you are good and you are kind you bring joy into my life you make it easy to trust you you have never left my side you've been faithful every time all i want is you jesus all i want is you you are the refuge i run to you are the fire that leads me through the night i'll follow you to trust you nothing to fear for you are by my side I'll follow you anywhere Jesus you came to my rescue took my place upon that cross you redeemed what I had lost now my whole world revolving around you you're the center of my life you're the treasure you're the prize and all I want is you I run 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead in the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he hears my requests for mercy. I'll call out to him as long as I live because he listens closely to me. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Follow You Anywhere, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.